tell you right now, you just made my drummer's fucking night. I'm plain and simple. You just made my drummer's night by saying ghost. Okay, awesome. He, he I'm gonna do the impression, and you're gonna probably think he sounds like Steve O because that's what he does. He got, I think he sounds like Steve O because you get the yeah, I'm telling you now, ghost, ghost is the song everyone's sleeping on, bro. I, that's such a banger, and nobody, nobody gets it the credit. And without further ado, let's bring the rock star himself in. What's up? Cheers, everybody. How are you doing? Cheers. Pleasure to have you on the show. We are streaming live on Twitch and YouTube. So, folks, if you do have any questions, do not hesitate to throw them in the chat. And for you listening in the future on the podcast, it is much uh, much appreciated. If I could talk today, that would be great. But um, what's up, E? Thanks for joining us. Pleasure to have you in here. So if you have any questions, E? drop them in so this is traverse the abyss like i said i started in 2016 i'm um, in blending some uh, different rock styles together uh creating their own unique sound so uh eric tell us a little bit about traverse the abyss what you play what you sing what, what do you do with the band and a little bit about the band all righty well i guess i'll again it's a ransom time on my end what's going on thank you all for listening i'm eric from the band traverse the abyss we are a Oh, what was the contemporary metal band was one of uh, the editors around here deemed us as, which because we kind of phase off of uh, so like we like we mentioned several different influences just because like growing up that's what we had. We had, you know, we're not one of the bands that's kind of like you get the same. <laughs> you know, what I mean, not that it's anything against that. It's just I think it reflects our personalities because we're all different and kind of like fun like especially shown in our more recent music videos the clip you did play that was i mean that was the opposite that's one of the more serious videos it's uh but nonetheless we like to blend together just basically riffs and grooves that's uh the general makeup of traverse the abyss songs then you splash in outside influences whether it's uh punk or rap or hard rock but whatever really uh suits the song we kicked off in 2016 uh remnants from our old band the the starting lineup of traverse the abyss was basically my first band uh revamps like like a phoenix from ashes we came back um and that's when we spent some time me and mike our guitarist we were playing in a band called Threat Point, and they were all a little older than us. Well, even the, the vocalist was he's 20 years older than I am. But so it was cool being around like more like seasoned musicians while us as young kids we were just kind of winging it and doing our thing and getting to see how they operated and everything and balanced the band as a business and just have a general attitude about how going about things, which was kind of eye-opening. It's like why aren't we doing that? We Oh, we could do that. So eventually we both phased out of that band and we ended up starting Traverse and that's when the ride went out. We, uh, we didn't debut until the end of 2016, but we wrote most of the songs off our debut album, The Gamble of Life. Most of those were written, I want to say like April, May of that year, but 
our mentality is we didn't want to become public unless they had a place where they could buy or download or listen to the stuff because there's so many like facebook bands you know what i mean right it's like oh mu- music coming soon and they'll they have like a little audio of them playing in the, the garage or something it's like no nah, we don't want to we want to have a nicer approach and in music and merch because if you like it then you have somewhere to buy the stuff you know what i mean and uh so we took that summer then we debuted and just kind of jumped down the rabbit hole since then we put out a self-titled ep that was in 2018 Quite a couple singles, uh, Second Place Superstar, Ghost, and uh, all the ones leading up to our new EP, Smiling and the Suffering, out June 17th. Uh, we play mostly throughout the Northeast and Mid-Atlantic of the states, uh, getting on a lot of uh, shows with national acts, too, so that's cool. Like We played uh, sold-out concerts with, um, we just did one with Suicide Silence. We just played a show the week prior with uh, Born of Osiris and Vale Maya. Maya, Vale Maya. Um, we did a couple with Attila. We did a sold-out show with Whitechapel and Chelsea Grin. We did one with Motionless and White. So getting onto all the like direct support slots on those shows is like... And those are huge bands. So Yeah, that's, that's not tiny things. My mentality on that is, is everyone in that audience you know is into some ver- variation of that type of music so you know you're you're not pitching to like the like we do a mixture of everything we do the national shows and then we'll run independent runs ourselves doing like the bar gigs and stuff and you see on the other end of that like you get that real intimate stuff with the bar gigs but then you're also playing some shows where uh the homeboy in the back just wants to hear toby keith and none of that screaming mumble jumble that bullshit but he has laryngitis by the end of that you know what i mean so but, but that's uh, not your kind of bar, sir. Yeah, nah. <laughs> you know, so unless they're drinking, then it's fun. Maybe we're funny, right? <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, so you know, reading the discography, you've, I mean, you guys have had uh, some pretty huge success with uh, the previous releases, uh, the singles, the EPs, and the the debut album that you had spoke about, uh, and motion, you know, touring with Motionless and White, you know, opening some some major acts. Um, is a huge accomplishment for one. So congratulations on that. And, uh, you know, let's talk about this, uh, 617, your new, uh, EP releases, and that is, uh, smiling and the suffering. So, so this is basically the, it's like a chef salad. It's just a little, a uh, little bit of everything. It was all the singles that we've done in like pandemic into 2021. And, it's been a while since we put anything on disc format. Uh, the last one was in 2018. So our newest, our latest drummer, Dave, came in in 2019. We haven't had anything physically pressed with him. It was just by the time we got him up to speed, we wrote because well, that's the other fun part about us is uh, we've been playing swap a guy since we started, and it's just it's just the nature of the beast. Like everybody says, they want to do the band until you're doing the band, and it's like oh. Well, I want to do this. What do you mean we got to have practice or we're driving three hours for this show? And it's like, that's, I thought you said you want to do this. Like we're pretty transparent with everybody on it, but right. nonetheless, we end up playing swap a guy quite a, li- a lot. So a lot of like, we keep the ball rolling, but a lot of times we want to be fair. We don't want to just be like, well, here's the material. Like if the new guy comes in, we want you to have your part. Cause then 
you feel a part of it. I played the role where I went into other bands playing like bass positions and stuff like that. Uh, by the way, I, if you can't tell, I'm the vocalist for the band. I'm Mr. Talk Your Ear Off. Hey, you're making my job easy, so keep going, (laughs) bro. Yeah, this is that's what I'm saying. I'm sipping on a little bit of Malibu right now. I was, uh, I had my, uh, I had my medicine for uh, you uh, medicinal people out there. So I'm just like, yep. I'm like, I'm gonna go on and I'm gonna talking this. That's how it goes. I end up going on. I talk you, you guys' ear off. Hey, works for me. So, yeah, and that's why why you're here. We want to know about you. We want to know about Traverse the Abyss. And uh, so when that album drops or the EP drops on 617, you're having a pretty large show. So tell us where that show's at. Who's going to be playing with you? All right. So this is this time to plug a 570. This is time that we plug our hometown people. So we're doing the show at the V-Spot. V-Spot is like the crown jewel of Scranton because there's bunch. Now there's actually getting to be a decent amount of like bars to play at. And we're still lacking like all age venues. We have a couple but at the same time, the, the rental is so high, it's like... Is it, I, is it worth it? it? You're, do you want to get passionate or do you want to get paid? Right. Because there's they, a really tough balance because now, especially with inflation now, you would have to charge more for per tickets and stuff. It's just... I'm more for like, yo, do the bar thing. You drop your cover, you're in. You want to leave? Cool. You know what I mean? So we're going to be doing that show at the V Spot, which is like the crown jewel. Best food for bar food in the area drinks staff uh sound and lights they have Vinny has a whole nice stage cut out uh he spent the money he has great board system the the lights smoke everything is pristine so for all the people who aren't in scran i'm streaming it on my twitch channel twitch.tv slash eric underscore abyss so if you are under 21 or you are not in our area and you would like to watch, you are able to. But it's kick, kicking off at 9 o'clock. We have our friends Escape Artist kicking, opening the show. They are a melodic deathcore band. So, breakdown, it's it's going to get intense right from the bat. And then our boys Cruel Bomb, which they're keeping thrash metal alive. Like uh, Testament. Uh, I'm going to say Slayer, just because if Brandon listens to this, He's gonna go, oh Eric, I'm gonna hate you because <laughs> everyone everyone comes up to him all the time. They're like, which they do. He does have some slayer type riffs. I'm gonna tease him about it. But uh everyone always comes up and they don't they don't really in, into thrash. So the first bit they're like immediately like, oh you bro, you guys sound like slayer. And he's like, like yeah, well, I like like testament and overkill. <laughs> you know, this is just but, like uh, so this is just you know, rubbing it, you know, putting it in. Finish him. There you go. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're they're gonna kick off and it's that. But uh, they have some of the tastiest riffs. I'll give Brandon's a good buddy of mine. Like that's the fun thing. It's just like homie fest. Like I love all these people and every, every band performing. And then uh, before we go on is Toothless, and Toothless okay. is like chaotic hardcore. Um, every time I die, Dillinger, Norma Jean, like very. It gets very uh, sporadic. But uh, their bass player Eric, he actually tracks all the songs. For our EP, and oh, him cool. and his okay. him and his wife do a video company as well for uh, Navro Studios. Who, if you go on our YouTube channel, they have done the most recent videos for uh, actually almost everyone that's on here. Let's see, uh, Faucet Mouth, Bing, Only Human, which you played earlier, Bing, Navro Studios, and Franken Shuffle. Our Halloween video was all by them too, so it's cool. 
Yeah, and Foster Mouth is one of my Foster Mouth is one of my favorite. I don't know why it's so catchy to me. Um, along with Ghost and then Failure, those are probably I mean all pretty much bangers. But um, you know, those are my top my top three. Tell you right now, you just made my drummers fucking night. I'm plain and simple. You just made my drummers night by saying Ghost. Okay, awesome. He, he, I'm gonna do the impression, and you're gonna probably think he sounds like Steve O because that's who he does. He got, I think he sounds like Steve O because you get the yeah, I'm telling you now, Ghost, Ghost is the song everyone's sleeping on, bro. That's such a banger, and nobody, nobody gets it the credit. You get the I mean, that, that's that's uh, very nice, that's a good impression. <laughs> yeah, we got the house party going on, so yeah, nice. no worries. Um, yeah, Memorial Day weekend. We got the, we our neighbor. All right, so the house that we have it's a apartment, but our neighbor's the landlord's son, and we're real close with him. So we have like the back deck back uh, decked out. <laughs> he had, he made a slide that goes from the deck all the way down to the the level floor, and then they just set up a midi bounce house. So we got like <laughs> all, all the kids are. The typical Scranton party. The, the adults are having a couple of drinks, and we're just letting the kids run themselves out to fall asleep nice and early. Right. Don't break your arm, but yeah, you know, uh, my dummy uh, self would take like a plastic tray and you know just slide down the slide so I could go faster. But we were saying we yeah put uh, like Dickie Roberts put the cooking oil down there, right. <laughs> go flying. Man, I love a good old Memorial Day party. So, uh, yes. And let's remember what Memorial Day is all about, folks, and uh, appreciate what we do have here. Um, so that's my Memorial Day speech. You are welcome. And uh, so Traverse, uh, the Abyss had some pretty huge success uh, with the Battle for the Big Stage uh, in May. You made it to the Elite Eight, and you missed the Final Four by how many votes? Five votes, six votes. Um, see, math didn't really work on me. You know, you had your fingers up, and I still can't even count. So, um, but yeah, the, those brackets are so tight. For an artist, I, I I feel bad for the artist because for me, just watching it, it stresses me out. So I can only imagine an artist, you know, watching like you know the numbers go up and down, up and down, up and down, and then you're like five, and you're like six. You're like five. I like I like when it blinks and it's like up, there and you're like. Uh, the yeah, I I can't lie, I was a little shaky because uh, I met Bobby and Josh when they went to the show in Mechanicsburg with uh, Nailbite and Fate Destroyed and Living Dead Girl. And I was passing out, uh, I usually, yeah, there they are. I have like shit ton of these, but I have the uh, band business cards because these are so cost efficient. They like, I'm good friends with the print, the guy from the print shop. I've been going to them since 2016, since the band started. So I just get these stacks of the business cards. And on it, it's the band's name, what kind of music we are, where we're from, the website, where else you could listen to our stuff. And then I just leave them. Like we go to like gas stations and I'll start just leaving them at the counters or at the bar. I'll just leave them all over the place. And uh, I was doing my plugs. If I get in conversation with people, I'll give them like a sticker or something like that. And, uh, I didn't even honestly. I didn't know who Bobby was. Like I, I knew the promoter said that the owner and like the dude, people from Blackcraft were going to be there and be like explaining like DW and like how they promote like the biggest shows and stuff like that. And I was like, I was at band practice. It was the Wednesday before, and I was just like, yo, I saw Nick's status, and I was like, I think I got to go to this. And they're like, I would, but I got work, and I'm like, me too. But I, I think I'm gonna ask 
my boss if I could head out because I work at a mom and pop t-shirt shop. Okay. So, which is super clutch for being in a band and right. starting my own like clothing line and shit like that. So I get so it's I was like, yo, I think I'm I think I'm gonna see if I could head out early and I'll just make up the hour the next day. And so uh, I, I asked Brandon from Cruel Bomb if he's a, he wasn't able he was literally going to get his new puppy that day. Otherwise, I would have brought him down with me because he's another he's another gunner. He's another horse. And uh, I was like, yo, I think I'm going to do this. So I ended up going to work and uh, I, I stream as well. So I'm like, I pretty much work. I do family stuff. And then when kids go to bed, then I do my stuff. So then I'm streaming. I'm working on solo music like I, I'm, I'm in a good place mentally. And I'm trying to manifest that as much as I could and like harness and go forward and like it's a lot of really really cool shit has been like happening starting like right like right before that like right before that we played with attila and we made decent friends with like the band crowd magnetar and uh the one photographer uh nox justice on instagram and ox justice check out he just he was on we met him opening for attila in october and he was doing pictures for jinx and then he got put on the for Attila to do photography and then we played with them again. And then he was just playing with uh jinx again when we did born of Osiris. So it was like, met some cool people. we just, then we met uh, Bobby and Josh. Cause I was like, fuck it. I went down I drove is like two hours from Scranton to Mechanicsburg. And the best part is like, I'm friends with brutality and they kicked off the show and I'm like, bro, I'm finally get to see you guys play. I'm making the trek down. I'm going to come hang out with you guys. And I drove to the micro pub. Because the fun part with JB Love Drafts is there's the brewery and then there's the micropub. So I drove to the micropub and I'm like, this is not as bumping as I thought it was going to be. And I, <laughs> I walk upstairs and I'm, I thought I heard band playing. And I'm like, like they're supposed throwing, to be here. Where are they I'm, at? I'm throwing on some business cards and I go to the bartender. I'm like, is there a show here tonight? And the guy's like, Oh shit! Are they advertising that there's one? And I was like, "Oh, there's no." Because I read like several of the friends, like uh, this one mutual. He was ta- just talking about Fate Destroyed right before, and I added uh Francesca on Facebook, and then sure enough, I see that they're playing that event, and I was like, "Oh, all right." So uh, I was just like, "I'm pretty sure I saw her status and Nick's status said tomorrow," and I'm like, "I'm like, yeah, there's like a pretty big event going on here," and he's like. You, you're probably thinking the brewery, and I was like, the what? And he's like, yeah, the Love Dress Brewery, and I was like, oh, where's that? And he's like, oh, it's only like ten minutes down the. And I was, just, I literally, I was rounding the street for parking. I went into this place. I was trying to pay at the meter. It's fighting with me. I'm just like, I get inside, and I was like, where the fuck's everybody at? So then I, I run back. And thankfully, the meter didn't even take my money. It was all fucked up. So I just got in my car and I drove over. I got there. They were just done. Like the second band just started. I got. Uh, uh, I felt. It. I felt my masculinity get robbed because uh, was it Bryce from Brutality? He's like seventeen and he's like six something. I'm like five five. So I just stand next you. to him. I'm like, oh, what's up, dude? I'm like, holy fuck. This kid's tall as shit. This seems like a tree. But uh, yeah, I, was, I ended up chatting, and uh, like I said, I, I didn't even I knew who was down there, and I, I know what Josh looks like because 
we're basically from the same area and he's just like strange and unusual and uh this uh steamy hollows on this spot right. so like all really cool stuff so if you're in the uh, northeastern pennsylvania area i would definitely recommend checking them out but uh I, it's funny i saw someone with blonde hair and tattoos and i was like standing by like where they were streaming i was like this guy looks important so i walked over and i had my cd and i was like yeah I know you probably aren't going to give a fuck and you probably won't listen to it at all. But oh, I remember I, that. I, I remember I, I got to pass, pass my CD to you. And it, it turns out who, who it is. And I'm like that. I was texting the guys afterwards and I was like, what are the, that, that was a, a good, good picking. And then at the end of the night, uh, they called me over to do the, the interview on there. And I was like, yo, that's the shit. I'm like, I, I'm just some random dude. I, my band isn't, performing tonight or anything you know i'm like for all that's the best part of it it's like that's how i know i must have stuck out because for all they know i could have sucked <laughs> not saying like people probably are agree they're like no your band's trash like legit like we could we could be terrible but at least i you that's what i'm saying like shoot your shot that's to anybody and listening to any regards to anything in your life if you're thinking it up here just aim the ball and shoot like don't focus just gun it jump down the rabbit hole because like yeah that was that was pretty epic and he was like <laughs> and he, not making fun of it but he's like yeah this guy just brought his cd up and said you probably think it sucks but here you go anyway and he was like you know so you know you got your that's, it worked <laughs> that's what we we could have been the the worst band like i could have recorded that whole audio off of my fucking cell phone not the, and funny enough, not saying like you, you could get pretty decent recordings on your cell phones now too, but you know, I mean, we could just be really bad, but like you stuck out. So it was like, then the next show that we were playing was the one with uh born of Osiris and Vale Maya. And we, we, we only got put on, it was like a two, three week notice. And the guy was like, Oh, could you bump the tickets? And we're like, well, yeah, that's, that, we know how it goes down. Like, those bands need guarantees, we, you know. I mean, because bands always. This is my another random. My bands always knock the whole ticket selling stuff, and I'm like, bro, like that's a, that's cutting your teeth. I bring people to my local bar doesn't guarantee you a time slot that costs a thousand dollars. You know, what I mean, like you gotta you gotta make sure people are gonna come out to see you, and you know i mean if it does if it sounds like a bad investment your your audience probably isn't at that level and i'm not trying to be like nasty right. or like no, or it, it's, it's or, it's, or it's not working like it's not a, not the right day like oh you know they want us doing 100 tickets for uh this so and so band that i don't even know who they are on a wednesday night it's like oh I'll do that or i'll do 50 tickets with like signs of the swarm and it's like okay i know most of my friends like that band not even if they listen to my band i know my friends or mutuals on facebook like that band you know i mean and that goes back to what i said earlier like you're playing to x amount of people in the room that are into that style of music like i i joke around we play so many deathcore shows and we're not even really that much of a deathcore band we're like a more metal course, like mid, that mid two thousands. Like I don't know, di diet deathcore. That's what I'll, I tease us as. I want to do. I want to do a Dr Pepper pair because like almost all our t shirts are some kind of parodies. Like I have the Office one because Scranton and uh, but like I was saying like Dr Pepper, but diet traverse the abyss diet deathcore because like we have heavy parts, but we're not just nonstop blast beats, and I don't get like burly nonstop. But uh. 
Yeah, it's a good mix of, uh, you know, a variety of uh, some metal there, hardcore, so. But at the uh, the Vale Maya show, the guy comes over to us and he goes, you guys are the locals. And I was like, yeah, dude. And he's like, thank you guys. And we're like, for what? And he's like, you guys sold X, how many tickets for the show? And he's like, good job. Awesome job. Like, good stuff. And we're like, cool, dude. Thank you, Mark. That, what, that's what's up. And he's like, oh, I'm EJ, by the way. And I was just like, that EJ Shannon, who like manages almost the at least a quarter of the bands I listen to. He, you know, manager for like Vale Mai and Born of Osiris and all that. So I was just like, I'm like, I was like, but nudge my guitarist. So I was like, you know what I was saying? Like, we get keep having these cool like moments happen. I was like, this, this is one of those, like, uh, that's, you know, what I mean, you don't get like to meet like people like Bobby and EJ every single day as like an unsigned band from nowhere, Pennsylvania, and like have them say, like, oh, you're cool stuff. Like, keep doing what you're doing. Like, uh, yeah, another one then- that's, uh, really, really down to earth and cool is, uh, Chris Motionless. We did a battle of the bands, and he was one of the judges up here. And like, oh nice, real, okay. it was funny because it was a, a rock and roll competition, and we come in with like breakdowns, and I'm doing the pig squeals and stuff, and he's just like, "Who's this band?" And like, we and then we ended up playing the their hometown show with them a couple months later, and like he came right over us, like, "Yo, how are you guys doing? Like, you guys still doing well?" And like, so like we represent ourselves real well, and uh, our crowd. It was cool because that night, of all nights for it to happen, because we played this bar that doesn't really have like heavy shows or like loud, loud, loud bands, and the circuit blew. So our whole rhythm section and like all of our guitars and everything were out. So all you had was just the drum going, and uh, it was one of the parts of the song in uh, Dead Weight where it cuts in its drum and bass. And my mic was out, and I was just like, yo, I'm like, I'm not even going to use a mic. And I went to start yelling the part, and the crowd just starts yelling the part for me. And I'm like, get out of here. Get out of here. Like, uh, Yeah, some of those cool. songs, um, I'm assuming you're, the drummer uses a, a double pedal because some of the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, some of the, I mean, they just, he goes at it. And then you got the riffs. It, it just comes together so well. And uh, I'm a big, you know, I like the beat, you know, the the double pedals and if i can hear the the drums and some heavy riffs that's what i like in it so but yeah that was a that was a pretty epic show they actually you know bobby flew out from cali and then you know balls lives pretty close to that area so it was cool to see him get out and you know do a live show they're doing another one june 4th, june 4th. i think in louisville uh kentucky with a nail bite uh well scarlet o'hara bad omens um, you know, and two or three other bands. So I'm like, man, I really want to go. I bought, I mean, it's for donation only, but, um, you know, it's five bucks, you know, per ticket roughly for the donation. And I'm like thinking in my head, cause I'm in Orlando. So I'm like, yeah, I'll just do a turn and burn. I'll go up and I'll come back. And I'm like, well, if I drive, it's 12 hours. I didn't realize it was 12 hours. I'm like, now I'm like stuck in a rock in a hardship. I'm like, do I go? Do I not go? Like, I really want to go because I've had Scarlet O'Hare on the on the show. Love their music, and you know, so there's some some great bands playing for sure. Yeah, it's definitely a solid lineup. We're not too too far from Louisville, but I, I I'm I'm so tired. Like I get to go to shows, and it's slim just because like between doing my own shows and then 
dad, dad life. I'm going to be honest. Dad life is uh, other people need my attention. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like it's yeah. finding a nice balance. I get it. So yeah, they got to have that balance. I got to keep uh, everything in line. So, um, which, you know, like I said, I only sleep like a couple hours, like three, four hours a night usually, just because I, I work my day job at the print shop. I do, then I come home and then I do whatever. If we have band practice that night, then it's family nights. And then when they go to bed, then it's stream night because I'm a video game addict. I can't lie. Uh, like a whole re rebrand in my channel, but, uh, yeah, I'm definitely a gamer at heart. Yeah, I suck at I, I love Call of Duty. <laughs> I suck at it. I just run around and get killed. That's pretty much all I do on that game. So, And then I get, you know, after an hour, I'm like, fuck this, I'm done. I, I quit playing. But, uh, yeah, so, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm super big into the NES. So I, I'll sit out there and play NES for hours and, um, like, Skate or Die and Skate or Die 2. And I look back and I'm like, how did I play this as a kid? Because it's pissing me off as an adult. <laughs> you know, they're so. always. I'm I Crash Bandicoot. I was when the remasters came out. That's why I have him. He's like tattooed on my. Like, oh, I'm fucking popping up. He's on my leg there. That's like my. That was like one of my first obsessive games. I remember even first video game I remember playing as a kid, and uh, I I loved them. And then the remasters came out. I'm playing. I'm like. I don't remember this being this fucking hard at parts. Right. I I, I like the platform. I love either platformer stuff that has a nice that's a nice cartoony game with a. I like I like playing little kid games. And then, I was uh, sucked on Paper Boy. Then uh, bu- bu- anything with like good story, like so like so many of the store uh games that are for PlayStation, like The Last of Us and Horizon <laughs> Zero Dawn and Uncharted, like anything like that. Because then it's like the best of both worlds. Because if I if I put a movie on, I'm gonna fucking pass right right out. Yeah, it's like, like I'm the I, same way. I tap I'm tapped out in like five minutes, so she doesn't. Wifey doesn't bother. She's like, yeah, we don't gotta, go to movies. We don't go to anything because I'm like you. I'm just. I like, need to be. I need to be involved. I need to be active. But like I was saying, like I'm always going, so I'm always trying to keep myself doing. So as soon as I have a moment where I'm stopped, it's like it all hits, and I'm like. I gotta do something. I I, I, I'm a scumbag because I'm the band bus, dude. I I get warm. I sleep like a bit. They're all like, "Oh my god, the bus is so uncomfortable." I'm like, "Dude, my my coffin is the best." I I fucking sleep like a baby in that fucking thing. Because what's up, Russ? Thanks for joining us. Yes, it pissed me off too, but not as much as it does now as an adult. When you look back and you're like, "How did I do this so easily?" And uh, Ben rocks so. Yeah, the fun part with Traverse is uh, we had a, I was going to say, I heard beeping in my head. It's the fucking messenger's shits. The fun part of having like so many different social apps, something bangs and you're like, where is this one coming from? Is this Discord? Is this Facebook? Is this Instagram or Twitter? Is somebody texting me? Do people still do that now? There's (laughs) so many cool, like I go, hey, Google, text mom how are you? And it'll do the whole thing. But no, everyone now it's like Facebook. So it's like, you try to get the phone to do that. It's like that function not available yet. Right. And it's funny how, you know, you were talking earlier, uh, you know, 2000, what, 16. Yeah. When Game of Life came out and you know how there wasn't um, all this digital era per se. And now oh, you yeah. know, 2022, it's like, you know, you push a button and boom, there's your record, you know, there's your record now. So it's just crazy to see how uh, uh, no, advanced technology even, has gotten. 
I would say even 2016, we we're de- we we're getting into the di- we we're in the digital age. I want to say like 2012 to 2013. That's when stuff really started to. That's like the start of that kind of deal, like excessively, like because I say like look at the five year pattern, like look at how, how bands are promoting, what platforms they're using, what ones have stood time, like like Facebook's there, but it's at the same time like. I know so many people that's just like, that's friends and family. That's like, that's friends and family's Facebook. You need to be on Instagram. You need to be on TikTok. And they have the whole uh, Burst Demo is one of my favorite channels. I'm a super nerd. I will watch those algorithm videos and be like, oh my God. So I'm going to do my stories instead of posting. I'll post on the fourth day. I still probably suck at social media, but that's okay. But uh yeah, I've I've never figured out the algorithm. No matter how hard I've tried, no, how many, no matter how many videos I watched, I'm just like, screw it. If it's gonna hit, it's gonna hit. You know. So, it, I just like nerding out because the concept of that. Like, think of even like, and it was I guess a standpoint for me because I was like mid, I was in my like early teenage years, uh, like the mid two thousands to now, like the, that like what fifteen year difference, like. It's fun. Metalcore was the new thing. Now metalcore is still like it's super relevant. Probably one of the more mainstream out genres. I would say now. I, it, that's a cool thing that that brought into light. But there's like I feel like a giant separation in like metal from that time. You know, what I mean, now it's like metalcore is a little more predominant as opposed to like I'm trying to say uh, think of like even like bands like God forbid, like Lamb of God, that style. Like even just like not so much the style of music, but the appearance-wise. Right now, everybody's you have to. You're more pristine. They have the nice haircuts and stuff. It's just seeing how much music evolves over that time, but it's still there. Now, I joke around because like you listen on Spotify, and it's like new metalcore playlist, and it's like this sounds like my hard rock station at my local hard rock state. Like that. That's the metalcore now. Like right. you sure. <laughs> Like, it's not that it's bad music or knocking it in any sense. It's just, like, that's not really what jumps right to my brain. But, like, right. Yeah, there's so many subgenres out there now and so Uh, many categories. That's crazy. Same, that's with Traverse. It's just, like, we're metal. We're a metal band, dude. Well, paint that image in your mind. We sacrifice goats on stage. I, you know, I mean, like burnt wig. Like, yeah, whatever your imagery. Yeah, we're a metal band. If you need your, if you need a child, uh, you know, we'll, we'll take the child too. <laughs> so, see, I can't. I tried that, and like after like three seconds, I'm, I'm like, I like cough so hard i'm almost puking and it's so dude it, was, it kind of came so natural my parents got divorced at 12 and then bang uh, I, man i had I, the emotional I, I, I had the emotional damage thing on here but i took it off damn that would have been a perfect I, one I, emotional I, damage but I, I i i strive to be some sort of entertainer all around in my life i, I enjoy making people laugh so like comedy and acting is like something i really want to jump down the rabbit hole in as well but uh, I say that to people all the time, which are like, I, I say stupid shit to people. Like, I'm being so calm and timid with stuff right now, too. But uh, they'll be like, all the time, they're like, dude, where did you learn to scream like that? And I was like, you know, my parents divorced when I was a little kid and just the trauma of that settled it. And they're like, you really, you don't say. <laughs> or like, 
I love like we played this one show. It was in a state college, Pennsylvania, and I'm walking around. I have the wireless mic. I'm doing my thing and every uh, stuff. And this little old lady after a set comes over and she's like, and she just starts feeling my throat and she's like, "Sweetheart, don't you have laryngitis? Oh my god!" <laughs> so, uh, it's yeah, it's crazy to see. Uh, I everything well, come full circle. I will boast that the band, when we are together, there's some cosmic aura that goes on. We see the weirdest shit all the time. And it's just like, and that's a whole nother podcast list of stuff. Like we played a show in Jersey. We walk outside. We got, I saw a kid get hit by a car on a skateboard. Like it just always, we were driving from Connecticut to Reading. We saw a car on fire on the fucking driving next to us. And we're like, your vehicle's on fire. And they're like, what do you mean? It's like, what the fuck do you not know what I mean? Your fucking car is on fire. Like the back end is the ocean and they're pulling over. It's like, what do you like? So and uh, on this segment of uh, the Sloppy Syndicate show, we are listening to Traverse the Abyss and their uh, horror stories as they have uh, traveled the country. So, oh, we, we definitely have. <laughs> we, it's always it, it's funny because like uh, our song Frankenshuffle that came out because we used to travel around in a small, a short bus, a literal short school bus. That's what we traveled around. We. Our, me and our guitar player, we ripped all the seats out, and then he built benches, and he set it all up. So it was, like, the little lounge area and the slim area that we tetris all the gear up. So, like, we're traveling in there. We Every time we would go places in our music video, Blink, you, in the beginning, you see the bus, and you see everybody. Uh, we would take people in whenever we went and sign the bus. Like, put your name, the date, and where you're, where we are. So that way, when we're when we're driving home and stuff, we're like just falling asleep for the night. We can be like, "Who the fuck is that?" <laughs> Gooch. Where was Gooch? That was the really drunk, smelly guy in Philadelphia. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, because yeah, if you if they didn't put the name and date, you know they were kicking them back. So it's, right. And uh, Frankenshuffle, our song that the name came about. Because on the school bus, we had a short hanging shelf that we put like hand sanitizer and your contact solution and all that shit. And uh, this girl really wanted to come on the bus. And we're like, sure. It was the ass end of the, we're playing this festival. It was like the end of the day. We're like, yeah, dude. Yeah, come on. Sign the bus. And she's hanging out. I'm like, we're, we're ready. We're checked out. We're like, all right, it's, it's time to go home. And uh, she's like, all right. And we're like, hey, yeah, it's, we're going to head out. And she's like, all right. And she leans back and my girl goes, Hey, watch your head. And she sits up and she goes, boom. She like charges like a bull. The board pops and she goes back. She sits down and I'm like, holy shit. I, we saw grown men smash their face off that. And didn't, that was nothing in comparison. And I, of course, I'm in the stairwell. So I'm like, yeah, I'm creeping down. I'm like, I got to see if she's all right. <laughs> you and, got a concussion, ma'am? Yeah. I, I don't We're going to get sued. <laughs> right. This and did not happen on the bus. <laughs> I'm like, oh, is she all right? And she's walking down the steps going, uh, and I'm like, Pfft. so for probably the next week or two, I, at work, it just kept replaying in my head. Cause like, I just, it was like out of a movie, like, Hey, watch your, uh, like, so I, the, the, even my supervisor came over. He's like, yo, are you okay? Cause I was just hunched over laughing. I'm like, dude, I'm like, 
All right, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you the quick one, but and then they give you the look. <laughs> right, like, uh, and then you wait for the, like you wait like three weeks to see if you get a letter in the mail. Like, uh, yes, we're gonna need uh, you know X amount of dollars for the concussion cost. You know, medical oh, bills you, and <laughs> oh, you do have a crack in your skull. Oh, uh, what's up, Matthew? Uh, thanks what's for joining that? us, Ellie. Thanks for joining us. So awesome to have you. We are 41 minutes in, so we're going to wrap it up here pretty quickly. But uh, it's been a pleasure having Traverse the Abyss on the show. They're based out of Scranton, PA. And uh, so tell us, uh, well, not tell us, but tell the folks out there listening, um, what kind of uh, pushed you to pursue music in the first place? Uh, My family's always been around music. So like growing up, my mom always had Rolling Stones and Queen, Guns N' Roses. Uh, my uncle, a diehard Metallica fan. So I was like, that was always present. And I was like, walk around listening to the music. And I just like pick, I, like I said, I always wanted to entertain. I like making people laugh. I like doing like impressions and stories. And uh, I always wanted to enter, just entertain. So I always had vision of like crowd with me on stage. So I was like, seed it early in the brain and uh fell in love started really falling in love with music i want going towards my teen years like most of us uh green day green day was one of the first bands i was obsessed with and that was like 10 year old 11 year old eric and then shortly after that i found him and that's when i became little gothy boy and then uh slip uh my chemical romance was like right before him so yeah, the super emo we seen he got the boy Eric, and then uh, Slipknot. Uh, Slipknot was the that's when it was like boom, whoa, what is this? Because it was a uh, thank you, thank you to WWE for my a lot of my music taste too. Because uh, Robber Smackdown video games as a kid, the very first one had a couple Breaking Benjamin songs, and I was like, okay. that's another one of my all time favorite bands, and they're from Scranton, Wilkesbury area. It's fun, like. So many of the big bands from this area are in my like top five favorites. You know what I mean? Wow. Breaking Benjamin, Motionless and White. So it's like, it was funny though, hearing like that on those games. And then uh, one of their pay-per-views is uh, John Cena when they're first giving him his like big, big, big push. And he was like the unbeatable dude. And then they had the money in the bank thing and Edge cashed it in. And I always liked Edge because he was like mid-rank guy and they did the stuff with the Hardy Boys. So it was like, and they were pushing him, and I was like, oh, this is the shit. And then they played a Disturbed song. That was, like, the theme song. So I was like, Ma, can I get this CD? So she went to Walmart. What, it was a 10,000 Fist album. The song was stricken. That There we go. Everyone knocks on Disturbed. They don't like Disturbed. Disturbed jumped me into the rabbit hole. That, that led to System of a Down. And then I found my oh, – actually, my friend Patrick is outside who showed me uh, the Heretic Anthem and Wait and Bleed. And those are the first two Slipknot songs I heard. And that's uh, – that fucking started it all. That's nice. And uh, what made me really, 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 really want to like perform live music and start like really giving into guitar was uh, Mayhem Fest 2008, which was headlined by Disturbed and Slipknot. That was my first metal concert. Like I wanted to go to Ozfest, which I, I kind of like hate myself that I didn't because all my friends didn't get clearance to go, and I was like, my dad's like, you still want to go? And I, I was like, no, because I was 12 and. I don't want to go by myself, you know. Yep, and now I'm like, oh, I missed Avenged Sevenfold Sevenfold play in the City of Evil album cycle. That's like one of my all-time... Again, that's right in that same 
System of Down, Disturbed, Slipknot. That they're another. Ooh, they got me really started into it. And then, uh, yeah, Mayhem Fest Await because that's when I got into Deathcore, like Suicide Silence, were one of the opening bands, and I was like, you could get heavier than Slipknot, like. It, it, there's a meme that goes around on the internet, but it was literally that. It was like, ooh. Uh, another one, people knock me all the time, but Five Finger Death Punch, their first album, The Way of the Fist, is uh, Chef's Kiss. Zoltan, Zoltan's riffs are top tier, and what really I want to say pushed them is they played after Suicide Silence. Uh, like How our set, setup was, there was one here, and then the other state was on the other side, and over here is the Metal Militia dirt bike show. So they were hitting, doing like the 360s on the dirt bikes and stuff. And uh, Death Punch was playing White Knuckles. So I was drinking a can of Rockstar Fruit Punch, watching them play White Knuckles during, and they sounded verbatim how their album sounded. And I was like, "Damn!" Like, you know, you, you see some of the bands, and you could tell it's like they have the stage sound and everything. But there, that was one thing that got me. I was like, "So it's just the, that whole concert all around was just like the, the like the greatest thing to fourteen year, just turning fourteen year old Eric." So getting to see Slipknot for the first time and everything. That was like, I want to, I want to do this. Uh, Black Tide, I'll give them a, they're not, I don't think they're a band anymore, but uh, they were my age at the time and they were playing the festival. And that, that's another like fire sparked. I was like, yo, you don't have to be older to be doing this, even though. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. crazy how music changes our life. So. Um, I was, uh, I miss Warp Tour, Taste of Chaos, all those, uh, you know, Fort Rock, all those festivals back in the day that uh, were super cool. I wish they'd come back, but. Um, Is there anything like me? Tongue tied. If they're anything like me, it's festivals like that that pioneered the next wave of musicians, the yep. passionate musicians. Yeah, it's. Uh, and and what's crazy is like the emo scene is coming back full circle now. Ooh. So like you know, my cam they just released a, a new single and it's 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 history repeats itself. And as right. much as we don't want to accept it, that was like 15 years ago. That, that was almost 20 years ago. So that that that's classic rock to these the kids that are teenagers now. You know what I mean? That that's old shit. So like, yeah, if we would all kept our stuff when we were kids, uh, you know, hats and shirts, and I mean, some of those things are going for hundred, two hundred dollars a t-shirt now. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we didn't think it'd ever be cool again. Like the Jinkos, we all threw our Jinkos away. But now they're three hundred dollars a pair. So, champion, champion. I was the, I was the poor kid. I was not because I had champion stuff. Now that's the fucking trending thing. You pay people are paying forty dollars a sweatshirt. I'm like, I went down my grandmother's house. I have a closet full of this shit. What are you talking about? <laughs> and I, 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 I got the, I got the I got the best drip out there now. I got the. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, I'm like Macklemore. It's been 20 bucks. Like, right. About? And then Starter. I remember Starter was like a, a cheap brand kind of back and, then. And now it all, like, it all comes. It all yeah, is, pe- It's a weird. People weird are paying circle. like $300 for like certain Starter jackets with like sports teams on it now. It's crazy. So I'm just waiting for that like mid mid 2000 metalcore sound to kind of come back a little bit more because then maybe my band has a better chance <laughs> oh, i mean you guys are, are killing it already you did you made the elite eight on uh battle of the bands or battle not battle of the bands battle for the big stage we'll come um, again. do you guys are you guys going to continue submitting for that i know um oh, the yeah. new bracket new bracket starts this month so in the oh, next couple yeah. days so Fuck yeah, I'm gonna be like a pimple on their ass. I, I told Bobby that the day I met him. I said, yo, I'm gonna be like a pimple. You're you're gonna remember me. I'm I'm gonna make sure of that because 
that's I want to play I mean, one of these festivals, whether you like it or not. <laughs> well, yeah, well, like I mean, we, we put in for the Blue Ridge thing, and like we had out of like all the bands, we had like 300, 400 some votes and stuff, like on the my comment for the Blue Ridge, and then we got the email that we didn't get the slide on that, and I was just like, oh. it's the only thing we haven't got to really do yet is like a tour tour, like getting on a leg or an actual full run with the, a band. And that's just because we just haven't r- found the right agent or the right band yet. You know I mean? Like, I feel like that that's going to end up happening. We just got to really search for it. Look and you shall seek and you shall find, you know, and, yep. um, and you're, it's coming. Just keep and rocking, keep doing what you're doing. So, and one of the festivals, like we do, we do a bunch of the big shows, but we never got to do one of the festivals. And I was just like, and the festivals Suck. are wild. The festivals are just super crazy. So, well, if you check, if you see the recaps from uh, our past shows, like it's they're not they're not our audience that we start with. By the end of our set, though, they know who we are. I I run the game right in the start. I'm like, yo, raise your hand. Who knows who we are? And you get the couple people. They raise their hand. I'm like, cool. I'm gonna spit our name to you a bunch of times. I'm gonna be super annoying, but you're gonna remember it. And I, I got that from a rapper, Snow the Product. I saw her playing with Cottonmouth Kings. And okay. she's, she's like, she had a 20-minute set, and she's like, she kept saying her name over and over. And she's like, listen, I don't even care if you think I'm annoying with it right now. She's like, this is the only 20 minutes I have that I have your attention and for me to do my shit. And the more I say it, the more it's going to stick in your head. And that was like probably going towards 10 years ago that concert was. And I was just like, that is the truest shit. That's the only chance that you have or that you have – the stage you have their attention you you need to make your name known and i was it, it works uh i'm not being like non-stop but like find fun ways to work it in like i like doing the guessing game like oh midway through the set i'll be like oh i smoke a lot of weed man i'm gonna be honest i have a little bit of a short-term memory uh what is our band name and that mid set, you could kind of see where they're at. So work it a little bit, and like if, if spice them up a bit. Uh, I'll say like, "Hey, I'm gonna put you on our social medias, our SoCal medias, our Southern California medias." <laughs> so this next one, get all nice and close up to the stage because we're gonna take a video. And uh, oh, you, by the way, what's our band name? Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that's it, that's it. All right, this next one, I'm gonna make gurgling toilet sounds. <laughs> So awesome. Uh, it's been a pleasure having you on the show, man. I know you're busy. Like you said, you got a Memorial Day party going on. You took the time to hang out uh, on the Sloppy Syndicate show. Uh, so what uh, What final, actually, um, so where can we find Traverse the Abyss? Where can we support you? Do you have merch? <laughs> you know, how can we, um, you got shirts, CDs, vinyls. What do you guys, what do you have that we can purchase? I got you. Give me two seconds. All right, we're going to put a little... Uh, So we got, we're on everywhere. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, uh, OnlyFans. Check for the tattoos. That's who you know who it is. I dropped that, y'all. I dropped that line at the Blackcraft thing, and they're like, "You." I was like, "You oh, can't say that." Usually, yeah. it's like, usually First it's Bobby. Nice, you like can't said, say uh, that. I'm fighting with e-commerce. We were on banzoogle which is a great site i'm not gonna knock it but we're switching over to shopify but the link for us is traverse the abyss.com i work at a t-shirt shop so we just have a brand new order coming in i take all the shirts and i personally do the dyes 
any of the uh, distortions. This, these are all hand done by me. I'm there. They're making the screen. We put the ink on the dryer. The, like the whole shebang is I, we don't, you know I mean? Like I'm actually make the whole works. We have two albums out. We have the physical copies. Uh, actually I have them all right here. So that's the fun part. I kind of have most of my house as our merch store. So wifey loves that. You know what I mean? <laughs> But yes, we have our first debut album, The Gamble of Life. And we have our self-titled EP. We have singles out just about everywhere. Like I said, Bandcamp, uh, Reverb Nation. Like Literally, if it comes up and it's not the video games Dark Souls or Destiny, it's probably us. And funny enough, when the band was formed, I didn't play either of those games yet. And uh, Smiling in the Suffering is out Friday, June 17th. The release party is at the V spot in Scranton. You cannot make it. I am streaming it on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Eric underscore abyss. It's almost like I have to say that several times to plug in on my own, right? Right. Eric so. underscore abyss at twitch.tv. Um, so when the new album drops, I'm going to pick that up. I'm going to need you to sign the new album for me. So when you make it big, I can have it on my wall and be like, hey, he was on the show at one point. So. Hopefully, um, but uh, I appreciate you coming on. Any final departing words for the the fans out there? Thank you, thank you for listening, thank you for caring, and thank you for giving a fuck because you guys make this happen. Uh, you like a lyric I have in our song, "Family." You are the blood in our veins. You keep you push all every entertainer, not just musicians, not just us. You guys push everyone towards their dreams. Uh, support your friends; they are not your enemies. Support your friends. Um, each other. and to anybody uh, i'll steal i'll plug bobby with his uh create your own future shoot your fucking shot because the worst that's gonna happen is it's gonna say no and if it's in your head there, there's a reason you know what i mean if there's something it manifests onto that Pos- fail, positivity fail is the first attempt in learning i always say so if you don't fail you're not doing something right. So we all fail at some point in our life. Uh, folks, I hope we were able to pleasure your ear holes, make your ear holes just a little bit moist today, maybe an eargasm or two in there. And uh, folks, remember, it's okay not to be okay. Reach out to somebody if you are uh, in a bad spot. Uh, suicide hotline is 1-800-273-8255, or you can text go to 741-741. Go ahead and reach out to that if you need any assistance. Uh, we would love to keep you around. Um and reach out to somebody and we will definitely talk to you for sure. So it's been a pleasure having you on the sloppy syndicate show. Thank pleasure you uh, having you folks listening uh, live with us now and in the future. And remember, keep it sloppy and we'll see you next time.